getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. I'm getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Well, I'm lumped up, but I'm okay. It's gonna get lumped up anyway. You better call back the posse. Just getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Hey everybody, welcome to Rocker Mike and Rob Presents. I'm Rocker Mike. The man at the top right is Rob Rossi. And we have special guests today, George Figueroa, bottom right. How you doing? And today's really special guest is the gentleman in the mask. His name is Mad Dog Duce of the Mentors. Hello, Mad Dog. How you guys doing? All right. You're doing your best Kanye West impression right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty soon, you know, Kanye be wearing a mask doing dirty lyrics and it won't matter to anybody. Yeah, everything everything gets ripped off. It's true. It's true. So we did we got, a, we, we got a long history of that. We'll get into oh, that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We got a big show today. Um, it's kind of a, a, a part two of a show that we did a couple of months ago on the, the mentors. Um, I actually sent that link to you. You kind of liked the show and agreed to come on. I really appreciate that. Oh, yeah, it's a great show. Cool, cool. And uh, George is back with his mentors expert expertise. Absolutely. There, there they are, the mentors. So before we start, before we start, I am going to crack a beer in honor of El Duce. Elton. Elton Duce. Elton. The original lead singer of the mentors. Is to El Duce. Okay. Rob's drinking his tequila, of course. Tequila? Jeez. That's iced tea and Kessler. (laughs) I'm still drinking coffee. (laughs) For those who don't know, um, the mentors are a uh, shock rock, metal, punk, rape rock band <laughs> okay it goes back to the 1970s um el duce was the original singer and unfortunately had a bad accident passed away in 1997 and they had a couple of different lineups after that and shortly they settled in on lead singer mad dog who we have on today and first question i got for you mad dog because you kind of you kind of were a fan before right and you had you had a a mentors cover band the mentors right well that's way later in uh my association with the mentors yeah tell us from the beginning how you got associated with that about 1984 i went i i got a copy um my brother stole some money and uh we went to hollywood in the rock shop and i ended up getting a copy of the trash bag ep and uh that's about 84 and then i hunted down i was like i already knew of of the mentors i had to get a copy of it and the owner Seth from the rock shop said hey duche's always here he can sign it for you right well he came in and uh he signed it for me and then i ended up not leaving i ended up hanging with him he took me to the ivar theater i was there for a few weeks with him living wherever we could live and partying and doing whatever the Ivar Theater was a strip club that they he he took me to. So I'm a 14 year old little kid, 
checking out uh, you know all the things there is to check out at the Ivar and uh you know and then then I ended up back at the main mentor's house and he's pretty much teaching me how to play drums and then later just grew a big friendship and then every time I'd get him a show in Bakersfield or basically I'd have to rent a hall or some kind of venue to put put the show on and uh and then they'd play and then the rest of the band would split back to LA and leave Duce with me, you know, and I, I lived in the house behind my mom's house. So he right. ended up staying with me for months at a time and uh, teaching me how to play drums and you're in the band, you know, telling me I'm in the band and he's going to be up front singing like Frank Sinatra, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and all that good stuff. So he took you under your his wing. You were like a yeah. protege apprentice of the mentors. He was yeah. your he was your mentor. Yeah, he definitely he was, was my mentor. And uh, you know, it's funny to look back on old photos of all that time because I was just a baby faced little kid, and you know, it was a kind of weird situation that a lot of people wouldn't think about. Right. You know? Well, what, what all are all the rumors true on how crazy he was? Uh, yeah, let me take this off. Yeah, get comfortable. There you go, Mark. Uh, you know, he was a really sweet guy. He was a really sweet guy, actually. And, uh, when it came down to it, yeah, he was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Uh, the, ten <laughs> the tension in the band was nuts. They have the mentors backstabbing. And uh, the sicky backstab, and the and the El Duce backstab, and the constant tension between everybody in the band, that they would get kicked out, let back in. You know, there was right. Duce doing shows with two other people, and, and and partying, and just you know, people that didn't even know the songs are just, and he's passed out, and you know, and. And Sicky standing out front of a venue going, don't go in there. I'm the mentor. I'll sing the songs and outside the club by himself, you know, it's just, a, but yeah, yeah, he was nuts, bro. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, we watched recently um, the uh, mentors Kings of Sleaze movie by director April Jones, who was yeah, also on our show recently as well. She's, she's great. Shout out to her. Yeah. She um, was yeah, but um, that movie really just, really, I mean, there's so many things I learned in that, in that movie because you guys, you, I mean, you guys are so underground. It's so hard to even find your records. Even back in the day, it was it was very hard to find that stuff. You know, we, I'm from New York City. We're all from New York City. And there, there was only maybe, I could think of like two or three record stores downtown that had that stuff. Right, George? It was kind of hard to find. Yeah, that's a funny thing, because it, it, it's very interesting, the story you were saying, how, like, you know, you were there, like, in 84, and you met you met Elton, because I was in California in, like, the late 80s, and I went, you know, I was like, oh, okay, let me go look for stuff, and I was in the record stores, and that's actually where I actually found it. It's a vintage mentor short, Women of Sodom, yeah. and <laughs> with the original stains from back then. I don't know what. <laughs> I, 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 I can, mysterious you know, things. I gotta, I gotta tell you about those stains, and you're not gonna believe me. Tell us. <laughs> okay. In the back of the van, they kept all the shirts. Those shirts. 
Oh. And, and while they're on tour, and they're the same shirts that stole, sold at the rock shop. Right, Duce, right. Duce would get so drunk that he used the shirts, as, the boxes of shirts to sleep on when he was drunk. <laughs> he pissed all over every last one of them. And so nobody cared. Well, we want to buy a shirt. Okay, here's your shirt. Yeah, good luck. Because my girlfriend was trying to get these stains out. She's like, I don't know what these stains are. They won't no, come. It's, it's, it's old DNA. Shirt. It's Duce DNA. <laughs> wow. I was, was telling somebody about on. that yesterday. What? Shirt? I've been doing that with bleach and everything. Oh yeah, well it's beer and it's beer oh, and DNA. Duce, it's Duce DNA. For me. Because <laughs> it was funny, because when I bought the shirt, I was talking to the guy, he's like, Oh, you like the mentors? He goes, Yeah, all Duce's in here all the time. So I don't know. It must have been maybe it was the rock shop. It was one of those stores. I don't know if it was on Sunset or Hollywood Boulevard. It, it, was, all, it was all rock t shirts and rock stuff. Yeah, it had to be the rock shop because that was the only one on Hollywood Boulevard at the time. That, was, that. that had everything, and uh, and there was nothing really on Sunset except for guitar stores. Because it was so funny. Because when I got this shirt, we uh, after that we went to um, my friend Bill. We went to uh, what is it? Uh, they had a, like a Star Trek experience at uh, you know Disney World, whatever the hell it is out there. And they had a Nerds. thing. With, yeah, <laughs> and I was wearing this shirt, and they had a thing to be a Klingon. They had like an audition. So I went up there and I had like long hair. So I kind of, you know, I still look like a Klingon. So I got picked for the thing and people were looking at the shirt. And so it was like, is that a Klan shirt? I was like, no, it's the mentors. But, but everybody was cool back then. They were like, you know, like, oh, yeah, 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 the mentors, the mentors. So it's funny how many people really do know the mentors. I very rarely have met anyone who never heard of the band. Well, it's it's funny as uh, I, I can lay, I could t turn you on to just so much like we're rock stars favorite band i right. mean and what's crazy is most of the bands out there that are, are getting them you know the classic punk rock bands that are getting really good big gigs and all that good stuff we sold more albums than they did that's yeah. true that's and, definitely and, and, you know but everyone's like them guys are cool but mentors ugh. you know but but when it comes down to it you know we had such a crossover genre but you gotta pe people don't know like in the 80s, uh, early 80s, Duce and Tom Petty used to hang out. They were buds. You know, he was a fan. I was at Amoeba Records. Yeah, they used to get high together. You know, but, uh, but I was at, at Amoeba Records, and, and, you know, I get stopped by, by uh, it's record day, so they have all these celebrities there. And, and I, get, I get stopped by celebrities, like, Wendy Lisa from Prince and the Revolution. Do you know who they are? The, the yeah, new yeah, girl. Yeah. The nineteen. The, the, the guitar player singer goes, Mark, Mark Duce, Mad Dog. You know, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I'm all, hey, how you doing? They're all, oh, I love the new album. And I'm like, how, how is that? And I got, I got witnesses that saw this shit. That's great. That nobody could take this <laughs> away from me. And they're all, well, how do you know the mentors? They're all, Prince thinks Sicky Wife Beater is the greatest guitar player of all time. You know? Wow. wow. Just, just yesterday, a buddy, he works for Primus come in town, and, and, and he's, like, telling me mentor stories with him and Les Claypool. And, and like, 
Robin Zander from Cheap Trick knew exactly who I was and came up and goes, Mentors were the greatest band of all time. And I'm like, are you serious? I I think you're in the greatest band of all time. You know what I mean? Cheap Trick, yeah. You know, stuff like that happens constantly, constantly. And we never get the respect from most people, but except for big stars that are into us. You know, that kind of makes sense because you could, you're doing what they wish they could do. They're like, well, look yeah. at these guys are putting it. We can't do this. People would be, I mean, you know, they think we're nuts or something. They hate us. It's like, it's like no holes barred. It, and a, a it, creative person would respect that. And, and, and it's art. That's what yeah. it is. It, it, it's, yeah, it's shocking art. Uh, you know, definitely <laughs> controversial art. Uh, you know, and we, we sing about everything. We don't, we don't sugarcoat nothing and we don't, play favorites and if we sing about you know emo kids or or you know or glam rockers it's all the same to us and then we sing about ourselves calling ourselves stupid you know i mean yeah i mean so so much of so much of the lyrics like self-deprecating humor you know yes exactly and 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 unfortunately in in today's world uh you know the the idea of like self-deprecating humor or, or satire in any way is just so like beyond them. It's over their heads. Okay, yeah. so that's Cardi, why I you know, Cardi B's cool. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, singing the kids. Hey, she's at yeah. the White House. I mean, you talking about? I mean, she talks about her pussy, so that sells millions. <laughs> okay. Sexy, sexy red has Pound Town. Going pound, to pound Town. That's town. the latest one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. Latest one. My, uh, my my lips are pink and my butthole's brown. It's singing yeah. about her butthole. I don't know. Uh, what's the language on this show? Is it, is Any, it anything show? you want. Anything. I mean, she's fucking sick singing about that fucking tunnel, that fucking shit tunnel of hers. But it, it's on the fucking radio. But yeah. mentors get shit off on. The mentors. Yeah, it's all. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, because they, they'll, 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 tell you, they'll tell you that, oh, it's not serious. We're just making fun or whatever. And that's exactly what you guys were doing for the last 40 years. Okay? Yeah, is, is, is you're just, you know, having a, having a good fucking time, talking about some funny shit, talking about some real shit, but in a funny way. All right? And, everyone, you know. What, everyone what, deserves to be made fun of. Oh, there's no. Yeah. 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 Yourself. You know, you should, I look at like like Don Rickles did, fucking make fun of everybody. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, There's nobody and, above. And you, you know, know, I on it. I honestly think, and I've always, you know, I'm in all kinds of bands, but I think the Mentors are probably one of the most important bands of all time, just for the simple fact of what what they did, and then what I do, you know, along with the Mentors, you know, me carrying it on. I think it's so important because the way everything's going. We need somebody to call out bullshit, and nobody yep. does. Nobody does. I mean, you got Still Panther. Still Panther was kind of fun in a tongue-in-cheek kind of goofy way, and I really don't like bands that that kind of play with it, like oh, we're so witty. You know, I'm I'm not into that. I want to hear. I, I want to. You know, if you like nope. black metal, I like Black Snatch. You know, that's what I want to hear in a song. You know, that's the name of an album right there. Black, like that, black Snatch. That's, yeah, that's put- that's a song on our one of our last albums. Do it your picture. <laughs> and by the oh, way, man. I got I got to mention that uh, we're coming out with a yeah. I got a shameless plug here. No, do it. We're coming out with a double greatest shits album. I heard so, about this. I heard and, about uh, this. It's the first Mentors vinyl release since the 80s. 
It's going to be 19 or 20 songs all uh, recorded badass. A lot of that older stuff wasn't recorded very good, but it's still classic and it still has a place in my heart and all that. But uh, we decided to go after it and coming out with a double record set just so somebody gets something new and it's a new old thing and there's a lot of music on it. There's newer music, older music. It's uh so it encompasses the whole history pretty much. Yeah, a lot of the history. Yeah, I didn't put every I, you know, I try to involve everybody that was been associated with the mentors in one way. A couple of different guitar players, a couple of different people. I didn't add I mean, of course we have some members that live overseas that handle like I'd be overseas right now, but I had a back surgery scheduled. So I didn't get to do the last European tour. So we have a band over there, a bunch of hired guys, you know in hoods you know with dr heathen and you know and uh who's doing the vocals for that uh i'm not i'm not sure his name he he hired somebody yeah he hired somebody kind of looks like me but he's (laughs) up there up front yeah i've done a european tour just uh last year where i played guitar and sing and we had this other guy from from uh from italy playing drums right you know and uh that worked out really good because we have our friend Paul Van Ryswijk, which is in a couple of famous bands over there, like Hammerhawk and Emerald. He played guitar for some of the shows, and the poor dude, his mom died like the fifth show into the gig, you know, tours. He had to bounce. So, you know, so life happens. So sometimes there, there's different people touring, but the basis of the mentors uh, is, you know, me and Heathen and. Uh, the other guys from California and, and Sicky's still kicking it, but he's not doing gigs. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's, he hasn't been invited to do shows or, or if he's really not feeling good. I know he had some health issues, yeah, but, I heard about that. but so I try to involve everybody on this new project and, uh, you know, the people that aren't on it, uh, really kind of didn't make an effort to be on it. And the people that are on it made the effort to be on it. So if anybody cries, you know that's there on them but it's the first uh vinyl new i mean because we've had re-releases but this is the first new 100 percent and the first double record uh since the 80s and the very first double record set so it's kind of like some of these older songs are just redone yeah redone by by whoever's involved yeah mainly me and and heathen and and stuff and a lot of the older songs i'm gonna tell you were recorded about seven years ago uh, like having sicky's baby corn shucker uh which was a song that was uh recorded by guns and roses and they didn't give us credit for it if you can look it up uh you know when did they record that it was uh on the back of uh it was on a single on the back of uh used to love her but i had to kill her you can oh, from the lies album yeah yeah, yeah exactly and uh and they used to do it beforehand duff I've met Duff many a time. Well, he's a big Duff, would be, man. Duff would be the guy because he's kind of yeah. like the punk guy in the band. Yeah. Yeah, and he knows. He knows. He yeah. told yeah. me for, for, you know, straight up, you know. But, uh, you know, I kind of got off track of what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, we got, you know, Peeping Tom, Having Sickies Baby, Corn Shucker, uh, Going Through Your Purse, Free Fix for Fuck. A lot of those were recorded. Uh, and a few more I'm not mentioning about seven or eight years ago with the three of us me right. heathen and sicky you know like the classic lineup and and they're they're awesome the way you know we did it cool. and 
and they sound amazing. And uh, I, I ain't taking nothing from any of Duche's stuff because that stuff's brilliant. But on the early Mystic Records stuff, they have no control over the recordings because they're owned by somebody else. And uh, they uh, they don't sound that great. They they uh, they basically kicked Sicky out during the recording process, and uh, the bass player uh, that was filling in at the time, even though Steve was there, kind of it's a little confusing. But the bass player they had while Steve was in school decided to produce it since he wasn't playing bass, and uh, kicked Sicky out during the the process of it all, and basically mixed the bass way loud. It's out of tune. You know, yeah, it's you know, and they ain't really gonna fuck because they didn't take it that seriously. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good that you're you know, kind of updating these things in a better technology and all that. You know, that's very. Oh, good. I, I, I'm still keeping it most analog though. On, on that side, I got an analog reel-to-reel setup, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I at least go there first before heading for the computer. Cool. Cool. I just want to ask you something. Um, since you've been around since the '80s with the band, what's the difference now, if there is any, between the audiences then and the audiences now? Say in America, as an example. Uh, well, Europe. I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you about Europe later. Uh, America. Nobody holds on to music like they they do. Everybody. Oh, I used to like that band. I, I loved them. East Coast, where you guys are at. You guys hold strong to your metal. You, yeah. all, any of the music, if you guys loved it when you were teens, you love it now. Still love it's it. Not, right? It's not like that in California. So we kind of get the younger kids that just kind of discovered us, the little shitheads and stuff. <laughs> and, and, and that's great because there's always a whole bunch of shitheads that love us. you know. And I've had it all good and all bad from, from fans, but... The ones that, that it's weird because the people who like the mentors still like the mentors. They're curious. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on now, you know? But back then in the 80s, obviously what you what they were doing was so shocking, but they had their cult following, okay? Yes. And crazy shit went on in those days in all, all genres, really. The whole music scene is totally different now. But, you know... Are people offended by you, you, the music now at the shows? Like yes. if they don't know you or like... Yes, completely. They, what happens? What happens? The sound goes off, first of all. You got <laughs> you got some LGBTQ, whatever it is, not being yeah. offensive to those Alpha, people. Alphabet people, okay. Uh, yeah, and, and they shut the sound off and walk the fuck out of the club and like, what's going on? No microphone. Uh, I've had that happen. Uh, people have attacked Steve who's who's old you know and, and yeah. you know tough guy up there because they don't you know most of the time they think we're the clan uh, <laughs> which i don't understand our hoods are black and they're not pointy and you know have you never seen an execution anybody with yeah. a brain knows that they would rather get offended first and angry yes. first before and, there you go good point george and, yeah it's, and, the, and, it's the oppression olympics and then and then I was not in the band for a while. I had to take a leave of absence due to health reasons and a couple of other things. Uh, Steve had the greatest idea of doing a tour and calling it the Anti-Antifa Tour. <laughs> oh, boy. In his, 
in his goofy ass brain, he thought of it as like Uncle Ben's rice or Aunt Aunt Jemima, uh, Aunt Aunt you know Aunt Annie's Pizza Kitchen, Auntie Antifa. He drew up this lady. Hey, I'm Auntie Antifa. You know, and, and it wasn't it wasn't an anti Antifa tour. It wasn't a we are anti anti-fascist because i'm anti-fascist you're i'm sure everyone else on the screen is anti-fascist okay we just don't yeah. have any association with a group that either you know you are or you're not but uh he decided to do that in his ultimate wisdom and it really messed up a lot of stuff it really like tours got canceled before we even got there it really put the band that was we could go to Seattle and play on Christmas and New Year's and always have a gig in Portland, Oregon on New Year's that would sell out. When when I was the heart of me being in the mentors up until the, the time of anti-antifa tour, we could go to see Portland, Oregon and have 500 people, no problem, and just stuffed in a club. Biggest time of problem. Once that exalted wisdom came out, nobody would book us nobody had time for the mentors yeah and, and and it's funny because we get those people like i had to go to a meeting in berkeley because they didn't want us to play at the gilman street where i used to work and because they didn't understand what uh the song was about or, or whatever the case so i go and these guys are reprimanding me about rape rock like they know what it's about that we rape women no stupid rape rock is more like how mcdonald's or the gas prices rape your wallet rape rock is what rock rock music does to the music industry when right. they're, when, when they're putting out a bunch of bullshit pop stuff and we're raping the music industry and shoving mentors down your face so i mean we're saying find her feel her fuck her forget her you know uh sandwich of love whatever we're singing is against the establishment and we're saying fuck you you're gonna take this shit you know yeah and it's raping the music industry so uh you know people are trying to reprimand me in berkeley california how well music movies art doesn't need to represent rape in any way and the guy would never him and his buddy are up there telling me about you know fascism and and rape and all this stuff and i'm like Okay, what about movies with rape? Well, I would never watch a movie or like a movie that had a rape scene in it that's gross to pop. I go, well, nice Clockwork Orange shirt. I was, I was just going to say that, yeah. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, I, like I go, that's got, what, that's got the craziest rape scene of all. I yep. go, and, buddy, and your buddy over here is wearing a Gigi Allen shirt. So you gotta you got to <laughs> figure out what fascists you want to be you know, for or against because I knew Gigi. People don't know that. I knew Gigi. I know Merle. I know yeah. what comes out of their mouth. What are you going to say? You know, you either got to be against mentors and all the rest of that shit or stop picking sides. So, I mean, it's like that in the real world anyway. So that's how the fans have changed throughout time is that it's it, people are so quick to be offended. They, and they see older dudes, you know, most people think I'm old white guy. You know, I'm, I'm actually full-blooded Mexican, but 
they don't know that. They just want to point fingers and blah blah blah. And they see gray hair, old guy. Oh, must be that generation. And it's yeah, it's fun, they're all hypocrites. Know? They're all hypocrites, Mark. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the ones. To me, they're the ones that are racist. They're the ones that are exactly judgmental you know, and 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 it's just ridiculous. But you know, in a sense, I, I hate to put it this way, but in a sense, it's almost like the PMRC kind of won in a way. Okay, now I bring that up because the mentors were so, you know, kind of like lumped in with all that stuff that happened in the 80s. Uh, in some ways, being singled out, I'm sure it helped sell records. Oh, okay? but, but, it, it was happened. And what's crazy is they didn't want to put us on the filthy 15 list, afraid that we'd sell more records. They knew. They, they, they knew because the they ones knew. that they already put on there were already selling a lot. So it didn't matter. Yes, Let's keep the mentors off there because we don't want them on the radar. After they had the backlash of getting us out there and going, "Oh shit!" Now everybody's buying this album, you know. And you know, let me give a little background here on the PMRC for a second for anybody that might not know or doesn't remember or they weren't born yet. In the '80s, there were a bunch of senators' wives that got together, created the Parent Parents Music Resource Center. And their idea was they were offended by what was going on in rock music, certain lyrics. I think there was some rap music in there, too. Early rap music was in there. Um, Two Life Crew, probably. Yeah, or Public Enemy or something. They, they, were, they were mostly singling out heavy metal and some punk bands and things like that. Even uh, Ozzy. Darling Nikki. Darling Nikki by... Darling Nikki by Prince, right, because of the sexual content. And they actually had these hearings, and the idea was they were going to put you know, stickers, warning stickers on CDs at the time. Uh, that happened out of that whole thing. That that still goes on. That uh, helps sell albums. It does. And what's great is the mentor's lyrics for, what was it, Golden Shower? Got read into the congressional record of the day, which is hilarious. You can see that in the, in the movie, Kings of Sleaze, uh, how it's read into it. But what I, the point I was originally making is, is, you know, we're at a point right now where it's like they are offended but now by the lyrics, these kids, okay, where they wouldn't have been 40 years ago. It would have been the greatest thing. It would have been hilarious. I mean, just even in that scene where they're reading it into the record, there's people laughing. Well, yeah, the, all I mean, the crowd was It was funny to them at the time. Even Frank Zappa was like, where'd they get these guys from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's Frank, like, deep to find them with some kind Frank, of Frank Zappa. <laughs> Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa actually used Golden Shower lyrics in one of his songs I'm after the PMRC. Yeah. Not and, and, mentors, and mentors get checks from that. Yes. Uh, oh, that's great. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so, what really put the PMRC on the map was, I guess, the, the situation with the Darling Nikki stuff, masturbating to the magazine. That lyric. And, and, and uh, I guess so what happened was they got with this preacher for some reason this preacher was way ahead of it and knew of the mentors and they saw that and then it kicked started the whole thing if this is out there and this is on enigma well it was on metal blade but distributed by enigma which distributed motley Crue and a bunch of other bands it, it, it this has to be something huge He's and probably what, a secret fan. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably a pervert is what he is. A little, <laughs> little kid lover. I mean, he's, he's up there going, 
He's up there going, oh my, oh my, smell my anal vapor. Oh. <laughs> you know, he, he, he's trying to smell it, is what he's doing. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so it, they, they originally got it thinking we were already huge, like Motley Crue. Yeah. But they don't realize that they just sold thousands of mentor albums. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of them, and and, and you know, and, and it's funny because you you know, like when you said you went to the rock shop and and all that, and, and the people back then with the fan base, most people thought we were rich, or not we, because I hung out with them, but they thought Gucci lived in a mansion. They thought the whole band were rock stars, rock and rolling in a bus all over the United States wasn't it wasn't the case it was duce lived most of the time on the streets of hollywood behind playboy liquors or or wherever else or couch surf you know he stayed at like the people from buck cherry stayed at that too they didn't even know until i i met them uh, when i was on in another band on the road with them and like the guys from buck cherry the singer and the uh asian guitar player duce stayed with both of them you know at one time i, I hear stories you know from you know the guys from Lamb of God and, and stuff, they all, whoever was in Hollywood, Duce stayed on the couch, you know, and and people's perception was the mentors were huge, like Wasp Kiss, huge fan mail from all over. It was it was, it was funny. Yeah. Well, let's elaborate a little bit on uh, the European crowds. How how were they? They are. Uh, very interesting, uh, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, in in Germany, you got the four F or the Golden Showers Mentors Golden Shower Clubs. So you go play oh. Germany, they drop their pants, they're peeing out and lower each other in the audience. That stuff. They like Ger scats. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Germans don't give a fuck. Just yeah, they rock. Some freaky shit. Yeah, yeah, they rock, man. Uh, but but you know, Holland, all all those countries over there. It, they are metal to the fucking bone. Yeah, and and they they wear their their badges out loud. They're out loud with it. You know, I mean, a lot of them are young. I I, I don't I can't mentally associate with them like on a deep level because uh, they don't have the history. But the dudes that are older are the same as they were when they were younger, and that that's where the difference between the United States and Europe is uh do you get do you get that level of offended stuff like them turning off the mics and things like that not so much uh the times like in Poland this last year uh we lost a couple of shows because uh certain groups the feminists or whatever got wind and they decided to have the show shut down that happened probably to five shows out of 30 that's not too on, bad. On, yeah, on that tour, on that tour. Wow. Uh, but it sucks because we were going to play like the capital of Poland and the, the capital of Bulgaria. And it's mm. usually at the capital cities that that happens to. But when we go to, I can't even pronounce the names or even remember the names of most of those cities. When we go to obscure city in, in, in Slovenia. They love it. We we love they love it, and half the crowd don't even really know who we are. They're just going, and by the end of it, everybody's buying merch, and they are fans. 
we we're having barbecues and and having a great time and and they're so thankful that we come regardless you know because nobody does it we we don't care if we're playing a big hall or a backyard party you know i mean and we go do them and we love it yeah and and they see that and they're going to be fans forever cool cool who do you listen to today mark anybody anybody new uh new uh man that's really hard uh yeah. blackberry blackberry smokes kind of new i mean okay. uh i like them uh more of their rock and stuff uh I was checking out ghost they have a uh some cool stuff uh ghoul ghoul's really good i'm a huge neurosis fan okay. uh, but they're they're older uh, i knew them when i worked in, in when i lived in berkeley um it's really hard. I'm, I mean, I'm into the classics, you know, Ted Nugent, Kiss, ACDC, Cheap Trick, that's, you know. That's me. I'm old school. Yeah. It, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm, it's hard. It's hard to be. I mean, look at my room. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, my, this is where I do all, all my record hit making. It's funny. If half of that music came out now, like Ted Nugent, like they're always trying to cancel them, ACDC, you know, Dirty Deeds. You know, back then they were trying to ban them. They were trying to ban them back then. They said ACDC with the lightning bolt was satanic. <laughs> Antichrist, anti devil's children. Right. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. There was a big case in, in the, in the I guess it was like the late 80s that happened in Long Island in Northport. There was a guy, Richard Casso. And basically hit him and his friends were a bunch of drug addicts. And one guy stole the other. They were dustheads, right? Yeah, they, uh, yeah. Well, I think they they were doing hallucinogenics, and, everything. <laughs> and they killed this one guy. And they kept going up and visiting visiting the body until like, he proposed. And then, you know, but he he when he was they, arrested, they made that was, movie uh, River's Edge about it, right? Right. Yeah, that's what that's based on. River's yeah. Edge, yeah. loosely, he, loosely based. Yeah, yeah but it's uh, but he had an ACDC shirt on. So then they were saying, "Oh, this is ACDC." And, R uh, Richard Rob, Ramirez. What's funny is I, I know people that knew him and it, it's crazy. Uh, I did a lot of work with Christian Death, Roz Williams, when he was alive and and his wife, wife, whatever, whatever they were, uh, would visit Richard Ramirez and my and my buddy. Uh, uh, he he owns Murder Auction. Uh, Jerry, he he was good friends with him, and uh, it's crazy what the stories I hear. But yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, I don't even think he really liked ACDC. It was just a hat he got, you know. Uh, well, I'd like to believe that he loved them, you know. <laughs> it's it's better for the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. And, and you know, it's uh, yeah, it's so weird how how uh, I mean they they sued. They try to sue Judas Priest for for the kids committing suicide, and yeah. I, I, I want to see if uh, people are going to start suing Cardi B because their daughters became pregnant strippers. You know, <laughs> it's their fault. It's their yep. fault. Not mine. <laughs> Not mine because I'm a bad fucking parent. It's your <laughs> fault. Yeah. That's why I think you should do like instead of rape rock, you should be rape and pillage rock, or just drop. Drop the rape and just have pillage rock. I, I, know I'm what not, that I'm not, yeah, I'm not a fan of the rape rock uh, moniker. I mean, there's a whole lot of bands that fall under that. Uh, but you know, it's I can't change it. I it, it's there. You know, who am I to question it? You know, uh, just because it's so 
fucking shocking to people that they they will not understand it. They you know no matter what you tell them, you know and you know now especially more you got those people in this world that are I wouldn't say they're left or right and you try to and you present them with facts. Say look at the facts. It will never go in their head because they are yep. so dead set on that's offensive. Right. I have the right way. Uh, it's okay for my kid to read books about dildos in school. You know what I mean? You know, I, I don't want my kid yeah, in grade school. I mean, I don't I don't want anybody under 16 listening to the mentors. I don't want them at my shows. You know, I don't even want to look at them, you know. So, I mean, but, like but you want to. Drag queen story hour. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I am the asshole that puts, a, that puts a trans girl on stage at a mentor show for all these hetero boys to be. Oh, I love her! I love her! I love her! Yeah. But she got a dick. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Doesn't yeah, matter. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, that shit don't bother me. I got lovely friends that are gay and 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 trans and a whole bit now, but. But nobody sees that because they're, they're so stuck on what we are or what's right they're wrong. Brain, they're brainwashed, man, dog. You know what also I think they feel feeding into their narcissism. It's kind of like, you know, everyone thinks their opinion is better than everyone else's. But it's not. They're all fucking shit. It's your opinion. You're entitled to it. And other people ent entitled to this, but their thing is like, no, if I don't like it, nobody can like it and nobody can hear and it's got to be canceled. Not realizing somewhere down the line, you're going to be canceled. Because let's be exactly. honest, 10 years ago, yeah. if you said a man could be a woman, a woman could be a man, then people say you were nuts. Now you can't, now you cannot say that. So no. you, can't, you cannot say a man cannot have a baby anymore. Right. Birthing person. I mean, birth like, yeah, was a birthing I, person. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I, it doesn't hurt me. Whatever. You know, but... hey, whatever let me you ask want. you, um, Mark, let me ask you uh, one question. How are you guys doing in South America? Because they love rock and roll out there. They love that kind of music. How are you guys doing in South America? You know, Have you guys... ne never been. Never wow. been. But there is a tour coming up uh, for South America. You would do uh, good so... in Brazil. Yeah. I uh, don't know if I'm going. I'm, I'm planning on it. But they moved my surgery to February, like 29th, so leap year. So hopefully I'm I'm good to go uh, with no downtime. Because I know we have some shows coming up in the States. I think we're playing with Helmet soon. Uh, I think it was requested by the band. And that happens a lot for us. Like the Zero. Wow. Uh, cool. If you ever heard of the 80s band, the Zero, the Purple Guys? That they, I mean, they were on Geffen. They were huge. They Is were doing heroes? like... Huh? What are they called? The Zeros. Zeros, yeah, I heard yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were doing a show uh, at the Whiskey Go-Go uh, in Hollywood, like a reunion show. They requested that we, we open for them, which is a total culture shock, you know. But we wow. were so down with it. But then I guess uh, the singer lives out there. I guess something happened, uh, fight, internal problems or something. So uh, we're not doing it, but... But we got the helm. I think helmets coming up. A lot of bands like Anvil and stuff requested for us to play with them. Just I, I, I don't know why, but they just ask, you know. But uh, I don't know. This yeah, happens. South well, America might be huge for you guys because those what? people are still jamming. They say the '80s never left. That's all they listen to out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then, uh, you know, I, I've been to you know a lot of. 
stuff out there, but uh, we put out uh, the album over the top in Spanish, también, you know, for them, and, uh -huh. and you know, and put it on the like, iTunes if you get it all, you know. But you know, it's you know for people you know, speak Spanish, but uh, it's really big over there. They they really like it. And we have a lot. Actually, do have a lot of fans out there. Just the band haven't played there yet. Mm. Wow, I'm surprised to hear that. I thought you would have made it down there by now. Yeah, uh, looking at Australia and Japan also, we get hit up all the time. And I was working on Australia last year. just couldn't get enough shows on, on the on the tour to not just cost us a whole shitload of money to go. Because if we do a tour like that, we got to include renting a drum set. And then pretty much I probably have to pay for the drum set afterwards because I'm going to put porno all over it and stuff. So, yeah, you uh, put pictures yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you fucked up my drum set, you know, even if it's taped, they'll still charge you. Uh, yeah. You know, rent amplifiers and stuff like that just for the for our back line. Because usually the clubs have PAs and stuff or the theaters or wherever we're playing. So, and, and we have a, a big following in, in Australia and Japan that we, we are definitely trying to get over there. And if anybody, you know, has a lead on any of that, uh, they can always hit hit me up on the Mentors Facebook page. It's mentor, it's facebook.com forward slash mentors band. I think it's how you got, uh, we started talking. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and hopefully getting that stuff worked out so we can, while Heathen is still alive, and while everybody's still alive, we can go do something like that. I hope that happens. Now, how about coming east, New York or uh, anywhere? Pretty, pretty soon. Pretty soon. We we we, uh, we did uh, the uh, West Coast uh, up to certain parts, but we didn't hit Far East. And and I love I love hitting all that. You know, New York, New Jersey, going to TikTok cafe in, in Clifton, New Jersey, you know, and you oh, know, yeah. having, you know, having some matzo ball soup and all that good stuff. I, I love being on the East Coast. You know, I have a lot of good friends there that I'm they, waiting to see. Passaic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a last time at Dingbats. It was a little uh, interesting, you know, uh, sure. after, after the show. Hey, uh, we're here for our money. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know. no. But the, the owner ended up like there was a misunderstanding. So I was. Yeah, you know. these things happen. These things happen. Yeah, so, I didn't know. Uh, it was funny thing is I, I, I went there and I was like, hey, can I one time get like the Chromex open up or maybe Harley or something? I didn't know there was like a beef. Oh, well, you know. Uh, and I walked, boom, in my face. I had all these people. This, like, this podcast, uh, our, our shows, we're, we're friends with Paris. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, I heard uh, he has a, a podcast out right now. I got to check out where he talks about all of that, like, stuff. I, and I'm yeah, he doesn't to talk it about it too much. In fact, when, when we were going to have him on a few years ago, I'll tell this story quick. Um, a friend of ours who's, remember Jerry, Rob? Yeah, that late, passed away. Late Jerry Smiley passed away yeah. a couple of years ago. When he was still around, he he hooked us up with Paris. He was friends with him from the hardcore scene back in the 80s and stuff. And we were going to have Paris on. And Paris uh, came down to the international bar where Rob works. And uh, we sat around and, and he said, you know, we were talking about different podcasts we have. And 
we talking about our conspiracy 420 podcast which is all about conspiracies and mysteries and all that and he basically said i'd rather talk about that stuff than the music so we were like no problem you know so he went on he was telling us about the son of sam murders and ancient egypt and all this shit it was like he had the whole bar mesmerized yeah. okay and uh he's a great guy yeah that i whole, heard he's smart as a motherfucker too he is very smart and that, that, that whole Cro-Mags thing to me is is a disaster. I mean, it's it is such a great band, and it's just a shame that it all came down to like one of my favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, from that era, absolutely. You know, and 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 you know, it's just a shame it came down to like you know court court cases and fighting and all that because they never really made any money. Age of Quarrel, they made dick off that. They they didn't make anything, but that album is just classic. Classic. Best album, one of the best albums of all time. Of the, uh, to me, it's it's in the top ten. I got two copies. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I know George, you're a fan of that, right? Oh, yeah. Well, doesn't Holly own the name now? Because that was like they the have to series. share it. They have to share it. Share it. I know, like John, John Joseph, Joseph, John Joseph has his version, and Holly has his version. I don't think he, he, Joseph moved down to Florida. He's he's out of the East Village now. He does a lot of other things, but. Uh, he has his blood clot band, which is great. Right. Holly, okay. I don't know. Holly's. I was. In, I was just in that movie with Holly. I was in. Um, I'm in. A, I'm in a movie called the Chelsea, uh, the Ghosts of the Chelsea Hotel, and other stories. I and that. it's by director Danny Garcia, who's a good friend of us. Um, and uh, Holly's in it. I'm in it. We, you know, Holly's in it more than me. He's got like the whole history of living in there and all that. Me, I just tell a ghost story, something that happened to me in the place. But uh, great, great, great movie. And you know, Holly's a nice guy, but he's not doing anything musical as far as I know. You know, yeah. I, I think he's touring uh, using he- the Chromex name. But one time, uh, I think in 2011, we played a punk rock picnic here in California. And uh, the Cro-Mags were on the bill, mm. the main band, and uh, with John Joseph at that time. Yeah. It was the him and the guitar player for the Gnostic Front that's been a part of the band for many years. Yeah. And the, and the drummer that's on the Age of Quarrel album. Okay. And uh, I, I'm not sure who the bass player is, Asian guy, he's a really nice guy. What's funny is uh, John got me and Sicky. Is like I want you guys on stage with us and put us on on the stage and like it's a, it was a, a huge production stage and there we are all yeah Chromax you know he's like we got the mentors up here you know and you know the incense burning on stage and if you think of the band you know it's like why would they have the mentors up there it's just it's just history you know it was just funny and you know Jello B- Opera was on the on the gig too we had a great That's time cool. with him. You guys would be very well received at the shows in Tompkins Square Park. No, okay. I'm not aware of it. Um, do you do you communicate with John Joseph? Oh no, no. Right. Not, I, not you know what? I'll, I'll I'll try to reach out to him for you. Okay, because uh, they do shows there in the park. This is on the Lower East Side. It's on like Seventh Street between Avenue A and Avenue B. The park that's right there. Yeah, we have these hardcore shows once or twice over the over the year. In the summertime, in the springtime, yeah, great, right? George, I've been to them with you. My you know? mentors would be great with the nihilistics. Oh, the mentors and the nihilistics. Shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we also, <laughs> I got, I got to throw a shout out to uh, Chesty Malone and the Slice. Chesty Malone and the Slice. Oh yeah, yep. gotta love them, man. Great, great. 
great fucking name too, the band. Yeah, but uh, one yeah, of Law play out there. They had a bunch Murphy's of bands. Murphy's Law always plays too. Those yeah. shows. You you should try to get into that. I think you guys would be great for that. Well, it'd either be great or it'd be a disaster. They might love us or they might hate it, us. You know. Either way, it would be great. But I can tell you this much: if you come to New York. We will all hook you up. You got a place to drink, whatever you need, okay? You just let us know when you're coming out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. Hey, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much time we got, but, you know, uh, a lot of history, man. There's a lot of history from Courtney Love on. And, uh, you, you know, want to talk about that? I, I'm a conspiracy theorist, too. Oh, you know, there we go. We got, know, uh, we got time. We got time. Let me, let and, me, you know, I, I, I want to tell you something. I am a conspiracy theorist, and, okay. and, 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 and I'm, I'm like right before getting on here, I'm like watching flat earth videos, you know? Yeah. I, lo I love everything to do with the flat earth, and I want everybody to think I'm a flat earther. I'm not a flat earther. I'm not, yeah, you know, but I want everybody to think I'm a flat earther. I get the, it's a great, stickers. it's a great concept. Oh, yeah. I, I believe ro birds are robots. You know, uh, the jellyfish, you know, I, I love all the conspiracy things. But, you know, uh, there are some older conspiracies that touch on the mentors like Courtney Love. Okay, well, for those who don't know what Mad Dog's talking about right there, mm. okay, El Duce, original singer, was supposedly, according to him, offered <coughs> 50 grand by Courtney Love to kill Kurt Cobain, Okay. And this story came out years back, okay? And uh, <laughs> what do you know about this? Man? It was a no. documentary, too. Remember? There is a whole documentary about it. Yeah. You know, but what do you know, man? Uh, okay, so Duche's at a party. Courtney loves there. People are like, how does Courtney love know the mentors? Uh, we can play six degrees separation. And from the Beatles... I can get from the Beatles to the mentors in two or three people. Really? I can get to Elvis in two people. Elvis, his daughter, my friend, Mike Lockwood, that was his wife. Lisa Marie was yeah. into cool shit. Yeah. Most, yeah. Most of them, but, but my, my friend was married to Lisa Marie. So, I mean, I can oh. get to most rock stars just off a few degrees of separation. Sicky went out with the drummer for Hole. They dated. Yeah. Susie. Yes. Um, Duce, they they all knew each other. We all, you know, knew every band out there. We all crossed paths at some point when Hole was smaller. I don't I don't think her Hole was. Smaller. I was just gonna say she never yeah. had a small Hole. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, so they run into it, each other at a party, and uh, candidly, Duce is all, "Where's your?" I'm not gonna say the word. It's an F word, but it's not the F word we know. Where's your something, old man wearing a dress? You know, and <laughs> you know to Courtney Love, where, where's he? And <laughs> Duce, you know, just drunk grandpa, and she's like, "I don't know. Why don't you kill him for me, Duce?" Wow. Other other people wow. was there. Other people heard it. They supposedly had words after that. At the rock shop, the people that run the rock shop, the rock shop comes into play again, says people showed up, gave Duce about 5,000 bucks. Really? Wow. So he, so he could travel. He said it was for this. Uh, 
whether or not it's true or not, but he went before the fact of the suicide to the Inquirer. He was famous for going to there and selling them stories and stuff. Uh, he showed up and told him, yeah, Courtney Love wants me to kill uh, Kurt and blah, blah, blah. And they didn't take it. He went to the whatever news. He went to a few different ones with the story. They didn't bite. Boom, it happens. Now, Duce told the Inquirer, she wants me to do it above the garage because they just put new carpet in the house. And, and, and they don't want, you know, all this stuff. And, and he does a lie detector. Now, I don't know if you guys know about lie detectors. Uh, they pretty much work. They're not They're, admissible in court, though, right? Uh, I, I'm not sure, but they pretty much work. You know, he passed the lie detector test. I know he was a good liar. Yeah. And if he told himself something enough times, he probably believed it. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, so all this comes out, whether it was foreshadowing or... Maybe Duce was, uh, you know, some kind of, you know, uh, what's his name that predicts the future? Nostradamus. Uh, Quasimodo. If if you're a Sopranos fan, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I don't know exactly what you're saying. Uh, uh, So, you know, maybe maybe Duce was, was, uh, you know, know, had some foresight. But then after the fact, it came out and then everybody wanted to talk to him. Everybody was paying him for interviews. He made money off it. Uh, so what I know is that something was said, and for some reason he had some money, and and he said it before the fact, and after the fact it happened, and who knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duce had no involvement in it, and as far as his... Uh, his death at the train tracks uh, he went out to uh, a swap meet that morning with uh, Alan Wrench and and poor Alan man Duce threw his name out there and and the the cops will still go to his house to this day because if somebody calls and does oh I know it's an unsolved murder still or it's an unsolved case so they have to go up and somebody calls it in, they have to go respond and check on it. Yeah. So they got to bring him down to the police station, question him, and then let him go. You know, however long it takes, you know. So he goes, he goes to Stater Brothers, which was right on Europa, at the corner of Europa and Europa by the Jack in the Box in Riverside, California. He buys a bunch of stuff after this thing. He's had a, a 32 pack of King Cobras or Old English 800, a matter of fact. And uh, my friend Jerry has the last beer. And uh, he's coming back during uh, rush hour, 5 o'clock, 5, 6 o'clock. So there's this intersection is huge. It's like a bunch of different crossings right there. And the trains go through there like boom, 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 boom. I mean, they fly through there. So Dooch is carrying bags, all happy. He's going to barbecue. He's got some money. He's probably got some of that Courtney Love courtroom money, uh, you know, from the TVs. His bags break on the train track. Oh. He's, try- he's trying to pick everything up. And everybody said that he zig-hiled the, the train. But what Zig-hiled happened was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was the sun's going down. Train has a light. He's trying to pick up his stuff. He sees a train and goes, oh! His head flies a mile down the road, decapitated. Oh. oh. 
Wow. Wow. Damn. So there's the end of that how do they, story. How do they know? How do they know he like to even say like that he was Zeke Holling? I mean, who witnessed this? Uh, there was hundreds of witnesses. It, all on the street. Yeah, it was, it was crush hour. It's like I said, there was there was at least fifty witnesses to to what happened. Wow. To be honest, I mean, if you knew this this area, I mean, and there was witnesses on both sides of the tracks because, boom, it happened. You know, it's not like it was on one side of the train or not. It everybody saw. Everybody had a a front row seat to, you know, basketball with Duce's head, you know, a pop. And, uh, so, uh, you know, from his ID and everything, they went up to heathen scum and said, do you know, Eldon, uh, you know, it was a police officer. And he's all, uh, I don't know why, <laughs> you know, do you know how to get a hold of his family? He goes, Oh, we're his family. And, you know, and basically told him what happened, you know, but a lot of people think that Courtney Love threw him and had him thrown in front of the tracks by Alan Wrench. And Alan, yeah, he was with him at, at the swap meet earlier that day. They were good friends. He loved them. You know, they, yeah. they were buddies. He didn't hurt him. No. But, you know, uh, it, it's crazy because Duce said a lot of things. And where we, the band, is played in Seattle and a member of Nirvana after the fact grabbed Sicky Jr., Shaking him, hitting him, you ruined our reputation. You know, it's just ask me, David Grohl. You don't have to tell me. No, buddy. no, no, no. It actually wasn't. <laughs> process, process of elimination. You know, yeah, gotcha. my, my, my buddy worked for David Grohl and the Foo Fighters after the fact, and you weren't allowed to say anything about the mentors. You know, but really? it, but it wasn't David Grohl. Like okay. they'd hit me up and go, Mark. Get us some shirts for the crew guys, you know, and they're like, okay, yeah, There's, you know, well, I don't know how much bad blood there is, but you know, it's 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 funny. You know, we have this conspiracy four two zero show now for <laughs> years, and we talk about all this kind of stuff. Would you be interested in in coming back and doing a show on this? Yeah, get yeah. into it a little deeper. Oh, I can go really deep on it. Um, yeah, I, I I won't just to save some, but. We've been contacted by the surprising amount of people over this. And uh, and it's something that they, no matter what we say, people won't believe no matter what. You know, if we tell people the facts of what happened, they have it. Like I said, people have it in their mind what they want to believe. So yeah. they, want, they want me to go, yeah, she paid him. Yeah, they killed him. And yeah, Courtney Love got away with it. That's what they want to hear more than anything they yeah. just want to hate somebody so bad that that they're willing to believe this you know but well one one thing with our conspiracy show that we have no problem doing is debunking a conspiracy oh, okay, okay. Even you better. know it doesn't have to be that you know we're pushing that angle of it but uh so mad dog i want to thank you for coming on fantastic guest yeah and uh talked about so much more than even just the mentors but it's you know I'm so glad that you guys are still out there doing this whole thing. Uh, you like the the old guard, you know what I mean? For for rock and roll, punk rock, and and the attitude that it's supposed to be of of uh, not giving know, a fuck is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, the man, you know Keep what I mean? Real. <laughs> what, what was that? Keeping it real. Yeah, that's what we try to do, and we try to bullshit 
sprinkle bullshit all over it too, you know. I'm a little bullshit. I, I, just... I like I like fucking with people. Uh, <laughs> What's especially, better than especially recently that, that like it. you got to fuck with them more. <laughs> yeah, that great great Gutfield, you know him from the four, like on the, the, news? Fox, the Fox, Jet, Fox five, news. Yeah, five or whatever. Five, yeah. He, yeah, he just got he discussed the mentors on it, telling some girl that she should be a fan of the mentors since she has such good mentors and all this stuff. Kind of weird, but uh, he's a big fan, and 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 now I get to fuck with people on that level too. And I just love to. It's just you should you should reach out to him and try to get on his show. His I don't watch uh, yeah. Fox News anymore, but I do watch him occasionally. He's, he's I have I've spoken with him already. And, you should. Uh, You'd be a great guest on that show. There's a difference between Guar and the mentors. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Guar, it's fun and stuff. Especially now, it's more for kids. Since, yeah. Since since Dave died. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan, but I I like the guys in the band, so they're really cool to me. Uh, but as far as the mentors going on his show, there's no way of explaining the mentors to people and making it okay. It's bad, no matter what. You it, know. Well, they either get it or they don't. You know? Yeah, but but it's it's something that would get him probably really canceled, you know. <laughs> and, and, and me live, uh, you know, unless I had a hood on the whole time. I mean, like live with a bunch of yapping in my head, you know, yeah. or in my ear. Uh, but okay, so coming out soon, you said is this greatest hits, right? Yeah, greatest shits. S greatest shits. When when is it coming out approximately as far as you know? Uh it's uh we're in the mastering process right now. Um uh, and as soon as that's done cuz I have to master it for vinyl. Um it's going to print. I'm talking to a European distributor. Uh don't know if I'm going to do that route, but I'm limited edition going it's going to be available for pre-sale through Facebook and other avenues like that. And then when it's released, it's gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm planning on doing something really special for it, like especially like for the first 100 where they get a hood, a poster. Like I want to print, you know, that quality of poster. You know, mentors, whether it has all the old flyers and and stuff, or or and then uh, stickers and stuff like that. I I mean, I used to love getting a Kiss album. And all that stuff was inside of it. So, oh yeah, uh, back yeah. in the day, you got all posters, everything. Yeah, and I think people miss out. And I, 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 I'm even thinking about putting out eight tracks and cassettes too. But, eight uh, tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that. Yeah, I mean, it's just something to have. But they'll they'll be out really soon. I'm, I'm shooting for uh, mid May to to be out, and uh, or right at the beginning of May. That way, we have it when we do our summer shows. Uh, touring with vinyl for sale is hard. Vinyl is heavy. Carry. You got a lot to carry, plus it's very delicate, and yeah. especially temperatures. And when you're touring on the road, Arizona, Texas, and stuff, the heat and humidity is really bad for them. So you really got to be careful. But hopefully I'll be sold out before we even leave. You know, um, So I'm going to let people pre-order them. I'm shooting for the $50 price. Because it is a double record, and, and I'm going to try okay. to throw in a lot of stuff with it. And that will include shipping in the United States. And hopefully that we get this European distributor that will put out a European version of it with a different color cover. Maybe do the white cover uh, oh. in the United States and uh, do the um, a yellow cover, like piss yellow cover. 
a, you know, same cover art, but just, you know, the background. Yeah, just the change the background. Having a hood with it is is genius. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I believe it or not, we get asked to buy hoods. You know, can I buy a hood? You know, and, 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 you know I tell people, I go, you can get a, a fucking pillowcase and make your own hood cheaper than we would sell you a hood for. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and people want to buy it regardless. So I mean, so nice. That's, that's the cover. I don't know. There you go. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I've been I've been sharing that a little bit that story on Facebook with my my rock show group page uh, that that's coming out. I tell you what though, um, when you're ready to put it out, you say in May, get in touch with me, okay? Me and Rob will do a review of the album. Okay? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, and you know we hit a few thousand people, you know, and um, you know when, when, like I said, when you come east, you let us know. And uh, we'll do a review, and I'll be in touch with you about doing a conspiracy show. You come back when you're ready. We'll have a fucking blast. Fucking A. Yeah. Thank you, Mad Dog, for coming on. The Rocker Mike and Rob presents Mad Dog of the Mentors. Yeah. All right. This is one of my favorite shows, man. This is awesome. <laughs> there, <it> is. <laughs> there he is. You should have a class on how to make your own hood. Uh, 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 what uh, Etsy? We'll do an Etsy or, or Etsy, yeah. what's that stupid one? Uh, Pinterest. Pinterest. Oh, yeah, whatever. That I, you, know, you know, I own a tattoo shop for thirty years this year. And, and, you know that fucking Pinterest? Everybody brings in the same pin. I want this. I'll be the only one with it. Well, fuck! It's already oh, on you. somebody. Good with that. Every, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, but I'll do You're it. The only one today with it. But yeah, today. I, I used to fuck with people like when the, the infinity sign with the birds that fly off it. I don't know well, if you've ever seen that. Real big California thing, too. Yeah. Well, people would want that, and i go, we ran out of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I get something different? Yeah. Okay, what a cross <laughs> with faith on it. Oh, we're out of those, too. Okay, well, what do you think? Oh, my, let's do this. Okay. And, and, you know, it's just funny how how am I out of a tattoo? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah oh, exactly. I, and fuck with, I fuck with people in the regular world too, you know. <laughs> so, Mad Dog, thanks again. And like Thank I said, guys. I'll be in touch. George, what can I say? George Figueroa, mentor, mentor, <laughs> yeah. and, and all around pain in the ass. We love you, George. All right. <laughs> we we got to get, get heathen on this, but it's really hard to understand them. But, yeah, uh, well, we'll yeah. see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. And, yeah. you know, all the best to you, man. I hope this thing comes out soon and, you know, it sells a million. That'd be awesome. Hey, well, at least 300. Cool. At least pay for itself. <laughs> at least pay for itself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, what do we say at the end of every show? We don't get drunk, we get lumped up. Lumped up. Lumped all up. right. Take see care. Getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. I'm getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Well, I'm lumped up, but I'm okay. It's gonna get lumped up anyway. You better call back the posse. Just getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi.